When you're ready to record, <laughs> let me know. I'll start it off. You're going to start it? Start it off? Okay, okay go for it. I'm ready? I'm ready. Go. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me just start the... Oh, I did it. Oh, well, oh no! <laughs> welcome to Back in the Day. <laughs> I just wanted to start with the crack of the can. No, it's too, It's over. Sorry, can, we, can, we do the Je- we can we do the Jeopardy intro? Or the... No. <laughs> <laughs> No, Can you can't double? mess with their jingle. Yeah. It's Billy the double. best. <laughs> do, 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 but here we are, oh. trying to get it back on, on track. <laughs> I a little bit when you said that. So Richard's back. And... Oh, yeah. Hey, you are. Mike? Michael, our power. And we have another special guest. Actually, two other special guests. Wife Power is back. And power. I've brought our official Jedi business with me. <laughs> kind of. There we go. But, <laughs> but cuddled in and, and ready to go to bed. She's yeah. Both of you, probably. Likely. <laughs> yeah. Jedi I, can't be- I can't believe I'm doing this rather than sleep. <laughs> You're a champ and a trooper. <laughs> we say that every like Champion trooper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last episode, we had um, Rich on, and we talked about the 101s of nerdy parenting, I guess, is, is a way to put it. Um, he didn't get his initiation, though, right, Mike? That's right. We we forgot. Mike was Mike uh, or uh, Richard was the only one so far that hasn't had the initiation. He had the one free episode. So now it's Rich's turn to uh, lay out his favorite TV shows, um, video games. Yeah. So people who listen to the podcast might know we have a tradition. Whenever we have a new guest, they have to go through their. I thought we called it. It was orientation or initiation. Orientation and initiation, I think. Um, yeah, so we didn't do that with Rich, so we made a boo-boo, but we're going to make up for this episode, and Rich is going to go through, yeah, like as Dave was saying, his uh, the favorite shows, games, and movies from his childhood. From his childhood, yeah, exactly. Okay, Just Rich. like we all did. Yeah, we all did that. Okay. Now it's your turn. You're on the spot. Oh my goodness, I feel so embarrassed. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so you wrote a couple of them down. I did. Start, start wherever you want. Uh, I'm going to go from the top just because it's easy to read. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I did okay, type them so down. I, I, think, I think we start with the first one. Okay. And then I really want to talk about the second one you have on this list. Because I can see <laughs> oh. the front. All right. All right. So all right. I haven't the seen the list. list so I'm okay. yeah, so excited. Nina and Mike have not seen the list. All right. So our Mike have not seen it yet. So the first TV show that has really stuck with me from when I was a kid is Saved by the Bell. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, and the and the and the new class, I guess, but like the regular Saved by the Bell is the real, you know, 
real deal for me. Um, with Zach Morris and all the rest. That was a, that was a great show in my opinion. So I feel you. That was on my list too. Yeah. No. Yeah. That show comes up all the time on the podcast. Yeah. So it's all right. Choice. Saved by the Bell. Right. So. Yeah. You two, Mike, Mike and Mina, you guys love it, right? You guys really grew up watching this, right? I did for sure. Um, every like Saturday morning and when we were a little bit older, it, it played in the mornings before school. So it was like while you're getting ready for school, eating your breakfast, I was watching Saved by the Bell Rewinds. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, same. same. I've talked about it before. It's one of those shows that I've seen every episode multiple times. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm the only one out of the four of us now that has not, like, not that I haven't seen it, but it wasn't like a mainstay for me. And I don't know why. I'm not really sure. Yeah. And I just, I really just love how all the characters after Saved by the Bell, like what they did afterwards. They were just, it was just amazing. Every single one of them. <laughs> Especially one of them. But Especially Jesse. Jesse did some, uh, some really great. <laughs> Yeah, they all went like on eight, to have uh, great movies. careers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, awesome. Are they like so? They was it this? I can't. I can't remember now. You guys have to remind me. Was it? It wasn't the same characters when they did the after high school or after like the new was. class. No. Yeah. Um, I think maybe one or two, if I'm not mistaken. Like, maybe was in it. Like. They kind of had, I don't know if it was a cameo or like they kind of like were in and out of it kind of thing, but right. I think most of it was there were, they were all new characters for the most part. Or the but they're all the like college years. So yeah, the college years there was, was the, the college years. There was yeah. the college years, yeah. Um, and I, but I think the new class was, it was funny because it was almost the same as Say by the Bell, but like different characters. It was kind of funny mm-hmm. how they, they played that. They, and Screech different. was like the guidance counselor. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Have you guys heard about the reboot that's coming? No, I have not. Yep. I have now, Save I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, is so excited. <laughs> and they got the original cast back, like AC Slater and I think oh. like Jesse and stuff. Oh, and Zach Morris is like the governor of California, of and he's like, he is. yeah, and he's like closing down like uh, what's it called, like low income schools or something. Like it's so what? ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like you brought this up previously, but I don't is remember this a that. Looks original. Is that what's happening? I think it's on like the NBC app or something. Yeah. Oh wow, it's very okay, interesting. Terrible. <laughs> it already sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I guess it could be okay. I don't know. Right. I don't know. They're rebooting everything these days, so sounds like a stretch. Okay, let's move on yeah. to TV show. Let's two. move on to the next <laughs> yeah, let's show. Okay, so I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I watched this, but yeah. So I mean, sort of, it. I watched this. Yeah. So it's a little bit of background. Um, I put please, please because as a as a young child growing up with a mom who stayed home uh, and watched her kids and everything else, I dabbled in a little bit of uh, murder. She wrote on TV. <laughs> yeah and that's uh one of that's the things actually that, amazing yeah little jessica i think her, i don't forget her last name but she was the, uh, the little detective there and you know what you still see ads it's funny you still see ads on uh 
not maybe not TV, but like on billboards and stuff of like you know the 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 old TV shows that are playing right now, and that's one of them is is Murder She Wrote. So, but um, yeah, that's uh, it was a it was a really good show back in the day. Like it was. I love the way you put it. You dabbled in a little bit of Murder <laughs> She Wrote. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I've never like, seen it, but uh, yeah, that's. Good, oh, good you haven't place. seen it, Mike? No, that's a good old show. You know, it's one of those ones where you, you know. You it can is see like an such old a mom show, it. though. Absolutely, it is. It's wholesome entertainment. Kind of, yeah. There's murder, and she wrote it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, but it's like it's, it's like it's like wholesome murder. You know, like <laughs> wholesome you <don't>, murder. <laughs> you don't feel so gross when it it happens. Yeah. It's like yeah, there's it's... no autoerotic asphyxiation. In no, exactly. <laughs> Not quite there yet. <laughs> Apparently, that didn't happen in 1984 when it, it was. Kind of <laughs> 1984 <laughs> to 1996. That's pretty good. That's a good running show. That's 12 years. That's insane. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Moms Post-season. are loyal. Yeah, when they, they are. When yeah. they find a show, moms it's like loyal. Grey's Anatomy, how long it's been running. It's just like moms that watch it. But Mina, you're you're right, right? Like all the, the this show, that's what I see it as too cuz like I remember my mom watching it it was on in our house. Like, I know what it is, yeah. and I definitely watched a decent amount. I wonder if I was actually watching, since it was on until 96, I wonder if when I was watching it, there were, like, technically new episodes. I don't know when it was actually on. Oh, sure there was. There was four, four TV movies and wow. 264 episodes. Oh, That's my gosh. What? Oh I've like, never seen uh, a single one of them. <laughs> I think it's time for a uh, all, all day binge. <laughs> I'm gonna make Mike watch episodes. Seasons? I think they're 30 minutes each. You can do it in a week. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, like, I got that kind like, of time. Like, yeah, of course now you, you you live mm-hmm. with a mom now, so it's yeah, so it's okay. Watch. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay now. <laughs> yeah, it's acceptable for... for me to watch this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to start from the beginning, though. Yeah, <laughs> gotta... right from the very start. <laughs> All right, that was a that was a good choice. That was funny. Yeah, so that's that's you know, it, that's that's the foundation of you know childhood TV. Yep. Yeah. Um, you got a couple movies too. Yeah. So, um, I I was pretty big into like horror movies and stuff. So, and uh, kind of scary movies and that type of thing, action stuff when I was growing up. But uh, I really enjoyed uh, Predator. The very first Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love that movie. It was, uh, in my opinion, pretty like, I don't know, I don't know, revolutionary, but like very intriguing for its time. You know, like the alien and like the whole aspect. You know, being in the jungle and like that whole, I don't know, being hunted by something that was a hunter and you'd only kill someone who was a hunter to be better than it, kind of thing. I don't know. It was very cool. Um, really enjoyed that movie so and it's one of those like older ones where i guess it's not maybe it's a little bit of a style now but it was more so like in the 80s and maybe even early 90s and stuff for like the predator like you don't see predator until like the end of the movie right exactly pretty much like the last scene yeah i mean you see some like you know his uh shots from his weapons and that type of thing but you really don't see him till the very end and can i swear on this just to quote is that a thing let's just do it okay see and then also which is like after one ugly motherfucker like that when he's like (laughs) he rips his mask off it's like oh yeah yeah Yeah, at the very end yeah when he's like covered in mud and he's like camouflage from his heat you're one ugly motherfucker 
because the you're predator, definitely allowed to swear um, if it's a Schwarzenegger quote because that's like a thing in the yeah, podcast. Yeah, they do that so. in the movie, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> in, the, in the in the in the sorry in the like radio, you can you can quote things if you're not saying them. It's quoted, right? You could like, like Mike said, <laughs> sure. Arnold quote. It's allowed. Okay, <laughs> it's allowed. Yeah, exactly. So anytime I, just, I swear, I'll just sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be like, yeah. it's a quote somewhere in one of his movies, right? Like, yeah. what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Get to the chopper, shit. You know, something like that. It's cool. That's exactly how it is. Oh, that's perfect. Cool, right? I'm sure it was uh, in one of his movies or an outtake. I mean, oh. kindergarten. Um, yeah, I'm I like, exactly. I'll just say, I like what Rich said about how they save the predator to the end because it follows the trend of all those movies where it's like Jaws, Alien, Predator, and there's like this thing and you don't see it till the end. And then in the sequel, it, um, it becomes like you see it much. like so much that it's yeah. like overkill, or there's like a million of them. You know what I mean? And that's where kind of like Predator kind of. Yeah, it loses like its sense it of like, yeah. yeah, of like I'm, you don't know what it but is. Yeah. Like, what is, what is this? But you understand uh, why they do that because it's like the first one is the first one, and then it's like they have to make a sequel. Sure. So they're like, oh crap, how are we gonna outdo that? Like, oh, two of them, or like hundred of them, like, or like I think Predator and Alien. Actually, when you said Alien, are probably the two perfect examples because they're uh, Predator is a little bit more of like an action movie than Alien is, but. Yeah. They both like it's pretty ballsy that they both wait till the very end or very close to the end for you to actually show what yeah. at least fully reveal what like has been terrorizing. And you know what? Everybody, if you make a movie like that and you can continue to keep the audience captivated, and then just finally show like the bad guy at the very very end, and keeps you wondering what is it, and people are still interested. That's that's a pretty good movie in my opinion. That's like an 100%. 80s trope or template, you know, doing yeah. that. Um, yeah. And I think it's like, it, you know, part of the reason is to save money. Oh, yeah, sure. maybe. Yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 100%. That's a good point. No, I, yeah. I agree with that. I agree. With, yeah. I'm sure. Like making why they predator, didn't show Jaws a lot, right? Yeah. That was making the, the Predator, I'm pretty, like, he, he didn't look cheap, to be honest. Yeah. Like, back that day, like, in the 80s, like, he didn't look that cheap. Actually, yeah, he does look. It does he looked pretty good, good, you know, like, yeah. um, so... Cool. All right, that was yeah. a good one. Yeah, uh, I've talked about that one before. So, oh, Mike, yeah. you'll like you'll like this one, I think. So right, the second one it. that kind of sticks out in my mind from growing up and stuff like that was the very first Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yes, <laughs> you know Jason, right? I do like that. Um, yeah, and what was really great about that movie as well is they made a a game from it. And it was, I'm pretty sure it was on Nintendo, if I'm not mistaken. The and most recent one? or No, yeah, like the old regular, one. Regular Nintendo. Like, uh, oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, so, yes, I do remember yeah. this. My friend so, had this. Watching that movie and then being able to play the game at the time was like, and that game was, it was so like strange, but like kind of creepy too. Like the colors and stuff like that were, weren't scary because Nintendo couldn't make scary colors, but uh, like dynamics and that type of thing. But it was, it was just creepy. Like they had a really creepy sound in the game. I remember. And, uh, which is hard to pull off at that time. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and then to watch the movie and then play the game, you kind of like resonated a little bit. And like back then, like, you know, graphics and stuff weren't great on the, NES, but like you can kind of you got the idea, right? But I love Jason. this. End. I just pull up pulled up the end screen 
for the game. You have finally managed to defeat Jason, but is he really dead? We're not telling. And then and the word end. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> not even three dots, just two just dots. Two. <laughs> the other dot ended up dying by Jason. Um, and Jason killed the other yeah, dot. Jason killed the other dot. Um, but yeah, no, like the very, you know, first Jason was one of those horror movies, which was scary. Like, cause kids go to, went to camp, you know what I mean? Like, so it was right. one of those things that could be real, you know? Uh, but yeah, no, that was one of the things that stuck out because it was a, a movie and a video game too. So nice. Crystal Lake I like that one. Like yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's one of your favorites, right? Mike for the horror movies. Oh, yeah. at least? That's my favorite horror movie. Yeah. And just to say also, it's one of those movies that from the eighties is still in like the late two thousands. Like we're, we're still making Jason movies. We're still making predator movies too. So like they haven't, oh, yeah. you know, Every, all the movies a... are still around. eh? Oh yeah. Everything. There we go. I had my mic off for a sec. Um, Mina, do either of these movies sit with you at all, or are they just too... Just I've actually not... never seen either of them. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Uh, Mike? Um, oh, Mike's been telling TV? me a bit about the Friday the 13th, because we started watching American Horror Story this season. Oh, yeah. um, this year is, like, camp. Yep. Um, so oh, it kind of really? has that uh, like same. Jason feel to it. So Mike's kind of like told me what the movie's about. So I know like the gist of it, but I haven't actually seen the movie. Right. Um, I've seen yeah, the it's new, really good horror The story. new Predator, but I haven't seen any of the old ones, like the original ones. Yeah, that very first one is is I, I don't know. I feel like it's by far the best one that they've it done. It is the best in my opinion. It starts off like an action movie, and then it's like a thriller, and then it turns into like a half thriller, half action, yeah, sort of thing for the last like you know hour or it's it's a hour. who's gonna get who kind of game, yeah, yeah, little it's jungle not, it's not jungle as, games, <laughs> yeah, jungle games. It's not as corny as most of Arnold's movies, yeah. Aside from some of his dialogue, it's not that sure. corny, which is good. So, like, you give any dialogue to Arnie, like, come on, yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's pretty fun. <laughs> Stick it around. You can get him to say something super serious, but it's still fun. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you have like a huge list of games here too. I do. Sorry, I I did throw them all down. No, no, no. Pit, pit, let's see. What what do we got? Pick pick a couple here. Let's. Okay, so I'm gonna start off. I, I started off like from the earliest I can remember. Yeah. Um, that were very like in my mind. So like I really like Contra. That was one of those games for NES, which were like it was fun to play. Like it was so intense and like so shoot, shoot those like uh, red little balls out of your gun. Like it was like, it was crazy. Anyway, I, I love Contra. That was fun. so difficult. Those games super difficult are like impossible. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> Mike, you remember when we went to the, uh, the video game bar, I think it's now it's almost like two years ago. The first time we went to one in yeah. Toronto and we hooked up the, I think it was the NES or maybe SNES. And we played one of the Contra games. Like yeah. Contra 2 or 3. Oh, yeah? We're like, yeah, let's play it. Sure, no problem. Oh, they're we're playing, unforgiving. Like, we're playing at the bar in like this tiny little tube TV. Oh, yeah. I love that. And we're sitting there together trying to play it, and we just got our asses whooped. For, oh, like, yeah? By the computer? The computer's laughing at oh, yeah, you? Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like middle of the afternoon. Like we're like Computer's from 1986 and it's laughing at you? <laughs> <laughs> like, we just could not get past like the second level. I was like, man, this is... This is rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's so difficult. 
Oh yeah, games were so much harder back in the day. So were. much more unforgiving, I should well, say. Well, you couldn't like, save it, and like, yeah, you know, like you know, it was do or die kind of thing. Like, and then the game just froze on you randomly, and then <laughs> you know, blowing the cartridges. But you find out later that actually blowing on the cartridges made the the metal contacts in there rusty because you're blowing like yeah. Well, you know, like spitting moisture, in it, moisture inside of it, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you thought it that. worked. You're like, yeah, this is gonna work, and then you slam it in there, and you jam it down, making sure the cartridge touches. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just getting right in there. <laughs> That's like, what she said. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, blowing it, smacking it. Yeah, just getting it right in there and trying to <laughs> just hitting that power button is my, you know. <laughs> and then you have like, okay, so then you have, okay, what what other ones? Because because of the list. Yeah, so like, uh, I said Contra, there's uh, Road Rash 64. Uh, it, it was out for uh, Sega Genesis. And then it, when I had 64, I got it for Christmas one year. And it was just incredible. Uh, it was one of those games you could just keep playing and upgrading your bikes and stuff. And it was just so violent, but like so fast. So I can't totally remember what this is. This was... So, road Rash. So you get uh, your motorbikes. It was a road race, essentially. And you 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 race around and try to finish, but you also smash people off their bikes with various weapons and stuff like that. So you'd be riding a motorbike, and then you'd have uh, like a billy bat, and you'd smash your opponent off his bike, and he would go flying. Or you'd get um, like a like a, a cattle prod, and you'd be cattle prodding your guy or a chain or something. It was super violent, but super fun and intense. Only because you're racing at the same time, and you're so. Um, like agile and you're so like vulnerable to being hit by your opponent it's uh yeah it was uh, one of those intense games super fun though super like, super fast yeah it's i recognize fast. the screenshots and yeah. stuff now yeah uh one of the one of the better games out there i think for 64 in my opinion yeah so that was on my list oh the first medal of honor you have very on the first medal of honor yes nice. love that game it was it was in my opinion and obviously this is my list but um it was one of those games where it was super intense like um you're doing the world war ii kind of thing uh you the know, normandy ancient stuff yeah each battle yeah like at the time again it's like intense like it was like what's going on like anyway so that was one of my favorite shooters for playstation uh i really enjoyed that um i also had uh need for speed high stakes love that game because you could battle your buddy with a memory card in and you could trade like if you won the race you would take his car and so the buddy your buddy's car that he had leveled up and uh, you know upgraded oh. up, you would get his card on your memory card so it's like it was like high stakes obviously it was like, like you're trading betting. pink slips yeah exactly <laughs> exactly like buddy i won give me your give me your slip that's crazy yeah so that was one of the games that was uh, super intense when you're playing. So another one that you had is Half Life and Half Life Two, but right. the first Half Life I'm assuming is one of the bigger ones. So yes. we're sitting in November as we as we record this on November 19th in 1998. That's when the first Half Life came out. So a little bit of a tie into the to our back in my day segment and stuff. Perfect. Mike, did you ever play Half Life? No, I did. I did play. Oh, you did the first, the first yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I had my uh, most of my love for gaming when I was young comes from this neighbor that I had, and he was like hardcore gamer. I think he still is. And I remember we were a bit young, but I remember him showing me Half Life and me sitting beside him on the computer and him playing it. And 
it was like uh it was kind of a uh shooter horror game too right i remember kind of being like yeah. creeped out by it especially uh, the but... beginning it was sort yeah, of puzzly because but... you had to like puzzle ways to get up to certain areas and stuff like it was very revolutionary sort of platformy yeah uh, shooter like... and horror yeah it, i mean no it's it's obviously known as like one of the best games one of the best franchises of all time so yeah that was my experience with it and uh yeah i just i thought it was an awesome game i was blown away by it when i was like watching him play you know what? It's funny. Quick story. I had the same type of uh, like story like that you had. Like I went over to a fr- like a, my parents' friend's place, and their son had a PC and had Half Life, and I sat there and watched it while he played, and I was like so like stunned by it. And also, just to add on that, is uh, Rainbow Six. It was in the same time frame as that game came out. Yeah, Rainbow the Six, one, and yeah. I think it was like Rogue Squadron as well. But like the same time frame, that blew my mind as well. Um, just that tactical shooter. Um, it was incredible. I was I was struck. Like nice. I, did, I honestly yeah, didn't know how things you. were made. You, know? you you know a game is good when you can have fun watching someone play it. You know what I mean? Like that's the sign yeah. of like an amazing game. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. It's just like um, the fact that you can like have the experience just by viewing it. You know, like it's easy to mm-hmm. say now because games look so good, but like in 96 or 98 or whatever, the fact that you could get that just from those games tells you something, right? Yeah. Um, and then you had similar to, I guess it's like almost similar to your Half-Life, you have um, the Battlefield games on here as well. Like Half-Life and Medal of Honor almost mesh together to create some of the Battlefield experiences as well, right, Rich? Like, Yeah, I mean, so I have Dave Defeat, Source on there, and Dave Defeat, like the... Um, I guess the source uh, Valve kind of games, and yeah. it was really really fun. Uh, and so that kind of meshed in with Battlefield and Bad Company Two was a big turning point. I think it was 2010 when it first came out, and it was just a huge game. Like uh, me and my friends, we played the beta for hours and hours and hours when it came out, and it was just one map, and we grinded it so hard because it was so good and so intense. So um, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that's too. <laughs> I, I, I only wish, but uh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, it was a really fun game. We really enjoyed that one. This is the this is that bad company two yeah. session that got me in. Yeah, games. yeah. So exactly, yeah. it's got it's some. Late. That was my first one too. That was my first Battlefield game. Yeah, it was uh, one of the really, really fun ones that we really enjoyed. So yeah, that was pretty sweet. White Power, how you doing with this video game talk? <laughs> oh man, you guys so lost me. But I'm just sitting here like shaking my head at you guys. <laughs> okay, so how about this? How about we we quickly transition into some dates in the back in my day segment? a couple dates in the middle of november on november 17th and 18th is in 1989 the little mermaid and 1988 oliver and company are any of those movies something that you grew up with mina me yeah. oh the little mermaid's like my favorite disney movie so i can talk about that one a lot and oliver and company that's a hilarious throwback <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's just like it's a good movie, but it's like one that people forget about. 
Like it's it's yeah, not that it's it was not a talked bad, about the same yeah, way. Yeah, it's not talked about the same way as like some of the other ones were, but it's not to say that it was any worse than them. So it, I kind of find it like it's kind of interesting why that one didn't take off the same way that some of the other Disney movies did. Well, yeah, because it's like it's it's animals, um, I guess, doing the the Oliver story, right? The Oliver Twist story. Yeah. So yeah. why not? Yeah. Like I, I don't see why that wouldn't have blown up. I mean, and, maybe it did at the time, but. And have they done a remade remake of that yet? Is that something that I don't think so? Right? No, the live it might action be a good remake? reboot. That's coming. It might be a good reboot. You know what? That actually would. It's coming. Let's go, Disney. Let's get her done. <laughs> 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 Considering what they did with Lion King, it would be. Lower out of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're they're definitely Let's do a reboot. They got it. They got a ton. So, <laughs> so Mina, why why the Little Mermaid? Why why is that the one that stands out? Um, I don't know. I've always been like fascinated with water. Um. I don't know if you believe in like horoscopes. I don't really, but I think it's just funny that like I've, I always I'm comfortable in water. I like swimming, um, and I'm a Pisces, so I don't know if that's something to do with it. But um, yeah, I've always enjoyed. You know, I've talked about how Jaws is like one of my favorite movies growing up. Um, so yeah, The Little Mermaid was definitely one of my favorites. The songs are awesome. I yeah, think too, yeah. like. The colors, like it's a very, like my other favorites, Beauty and the Beast. And if you watch it, it's it is kind of a dark movie. Like there's a you're in the dark, dingy oh, yeah. castle. Um, there's the scene at night where it's raining and and you can't really see a lot. Whereas Little Mermaid is the complete opposite. It's like every scene is very bright and colorful. And as mm-hmm. a kid, it probably like draws your attention more. So it's like I just wanted to watch it over and over and over again um because it was fun like it was bright cheerful the the songs were super super catchy um you gotta kiss the girl you know sing with me now too bad he gonna miss Keep going, don't stop. Under the sea. Yeah, that's right. They have some classics. I don't know the words, so I can't even start. That's good, I like it. And then a couple days later, we'll go back to some video games, but we still want to give you a chance to talk about these movies too. But, Mina, on November 22nd, speaking of Beauty and the Beast, November 22nd, 1991 was Beauty and the Beast. That's when that was released. So very close together. This time of year is like jam-packed with Disney stuff. So um, I find they always like to release their stuff around Christmas because then they um, they nail the like toy market around Christmas oh, yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, so it's like the Disney movie comes out, and then it's like, what do all the kids want to do? They go see the Disney movie. And then for Christmas, all you want is the toys from the Disney movie that you just saw. Right. Uh, so it's they really are evil geniuses. A hundred percent. Executives. And so smart. As a parent now, it's like, I hate it. I'm just like, you're too smart for me. 
they have just, all of our money. It's like, yeah, just take all of my money. Have it. They already we have just it. take like half our paycheck, Disney, and like we get everything you can do for free or something. <laughs> the smartest thing you could do is just write a check when your kid's born. Yeah. Just be like, and just write it as like thousand dollars and just give it to Disney. <laughs> you like take your child out from like when they first born is is wrapped in a Disney blanket. You're like, oh, this is what's happening now. This is... <laughs> They're in. They're in the hospitals, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're they're uh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. Exactly. And then the same date, uh, we mentioned this in our last episode with me, Rich, and Mike. Uh, in 1995, was Toy Story on November 22nd. Mm-hmm. So that is um, something that is big for us. I think all of us pretty much growing up and our and our. Toy Story was great. So. Um, Mike, how about you? What what's the first the first Toy Story at least mean for you? Uh, yeah, I think if people can go back to listen to the uh, Pixar ranking episode, but Toy Story was my number two, oh, and I think yeah, yeah. because uh, maybe it's nostalgia because it's the first one, it's the first like three D animated movie, and it ushered in this whole wave of three D animated movies, and it created it was responsible for creating Pixar and the movie itself is also like amazing and i don't know it just it wasn't the right time for us too at the right age like i remember the disney classics like beauty and the beast and the little mermaid but i remember watching those thinking that like they'd been out forever do you know what i mean even though when you said that now like it's i was always surprised that those movies like beauty and the beast and the mermaid came out in like when we were born like in the early 90s yeah beauty and the beast was nine, 91 i thought it was older than that I know. It just feels like it was always there. Uh, I guess because we watched on VHS. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. And whereas Toy Story, I remember going to the theater. I remember it being like a big event. I remember it being on the news and like, you know, Steve Jobs or whatever talking about it. So, yeah, yeah it was like it seemed like a big deal of a movie. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Mina? Oh, I loved Toy Story. I was a big Pixar fan like all along, but Toy Story was definitely... Um, a big one, but I think I got into it a little bit later. I don't think I was, I don't remember being caught up in the craze when it first came out. Like, I, I don't remember seeing it in theaters. Um, so I think I, I actually think I saw A Bug's Life before I saw Toy Story, which was oh. their their second movie. Yeah, that was only, I think, a year later or a year and a bit later. So not too far off. No. Yeah, it's it, Toy Story. It, this the the series I guess or franchise of Toy Story is like that's like my childhood. <laughs> that, oh yeah, those define me more than any of the Disney movies. Is is that? And I think like you know you look at ninety five, ninety six, ninety nine when number two came out. Like all of those are perfect timing for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then number three just crushed me emotionally when it like oh. the way it ended and everything. Like it was like <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I mean, four, four was good too, but three was like just the perfect ending, and you know, would have been nice if they ended it there. But it is what it is. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know, Rich. What about you? Toy Story stuff or story? Yeah, I was really into Toy Story. I really liked, uh, you know, the claw. That was always fun, and uh, <laughs> the uh, psychopath next door creating weird things out of his dolls and shit. That was uh, Sid. Oh yeah, Sid. Yeah, he was messed up man like <laughs> if you were like hey, looking at signs 
<laughs> I was oh, gonna no. say like if you were psycho analysis, some people like yeah, this guy's someone to watch. He'd be on the watch list for something. So, um, but no, it was a it was a fun fun movie. It was one of those big ones where you could really connect with dolls and like toys and stuff, right? And it made kids think that toys and dolls were really alive. Yeah. So it kind of creeped them out a little bit. Absolutely. So. Um, you always like, cause they, you know, like toys and dolls have that blank stare on their face all the time. But like, but do you really have a blank stare on your face? Or are you just looking right through me? Or like, what, <laughs> what do you do when I'm not looking at you, you know, kind of thing. So no, it was one of those really, really, really fun movies. Uh, one of the kids, you can, you can watch it over and over again. So yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to jump back to video games, Mina, if that's okay. <laughs> Hey, you means. never know. I could surprise you, and okay. I could pull out some Fazero knowledge. Fazero knowledge, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Fazero X actually came out just a couple weeks ago. Uh, we had a post about that too. So um, the reason why I want to go back to video games is because my favorite game of all time, and one of my favorite games of all time, came out on November 20th and 21st. So November 21st was Donkey Kong Country in 1994. Yeah. And then one year later, or like a year and a half later, was Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy Kong's Quest. So that is, that one in particular is my favorite game of all time. I could play that right now, <laughs> like hours and hours. And Um, I don't know if you guys have a lot of Donkey Kong experience or like them or not. Are are those any ones that you played, Mina, at all? Or no, <laughs> not really. But I I am familiar. Like I'm pretty sure I might have played like a couple of levels here and there at like people's houses. Yeah. Um. But my video game, like especially when I was younger, um, just depended on what games my brothers would buy. So that was just. Um, probably because they were a little bit older at the time, so it wasn't one that they bought when it came out. Yeah. Um, so that's probably why I didn't play it um, that much. No, I remember the Donkey Kong's Colony, but not as much as you, Dave. Not like loving them. I remember them playing them. I didn't own a Super Nintendo, so I remember playing them at friends' houses, and they look so cool. They almost have like a claymation kind of look to them. Yeah, and, they have like a different uh, kind of animation. Yeah, yeah I always. I remember. That was cool. I remember getting Donkey Kong 2 for Christmas and really wanting it and expecting my parents to just, like, no way they're going to get that for me. Like, it's a video game. They got me, you know, I got a Super Nintendo a year or two ago. I have enough games. They're not, you know, they're not going to get me the Donkey Kong game or whatever. (laughs) And I was just, like, lost my mind when I got it. And I just played it for, like, three days straight, like, nonstop. So So what is it about... So your parents... Where that was a good that was a good thing for your parents because they were like I don't have to watch Dave for three. I don't days. have to watch. Yeah. <laughs> to watch now that I'm a parent, I know how that is. <laughs> Vacation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Dave, what is it about the Donkey Kong games? Because they're platformers, right? So what is it about them specifically that? Yeah. Yeah. What is it about them that specifically you like versus like Mario? Because they we would have played both when you were a kid, but Donkey Kong is your favorite, right? So. Yeah, I, I would I would say that because um, th- you played it like, the most, or 
I, I definitely played it the most. Number two, I definitely played a lot. Um, two and three, I played a lot because it's just perfect timing, just as far as when they were like released and stuff. Um, but I, I think it's like the variety of the levels and stuff. Like Mario's always sure. There's the moving level. There's the sky level. There's the water level. Like that's that's fine. And I and they're always great and different enough, especially you know the later and later you get in the games, but. Donkey Kong has like a little bit of a higher difficulty and somehow that hooked me more, I think. So between the atmosphere of like the, the sort of different music and levels and stuff to the fact that you could be like the animals and they're just like a little bit more difficult and stuff, the sort of, I don't know, it just worked more for me for whatever reason. It just clicked more. So, um, and I like how in one, in one, you're Diddy and Donkey Kong, and they both act differently. In right. two, you're Dixie and Diddy, and they both act differently. And in three, you're Dixie and now I can't remember the kid's name, the big, uh, basically Donkey Kong Junior. Mm. Uh, they all they all act differently every single time you play the game. You can switch between them. You can have two characters at See, once. Fun. You can they they stack on each other's shoulders right. to try and get the. I think all the like maybe the little secrets or something always felt kind of cool. You kind of find like those bonus barrels and stuff. So I, I think just the combination of it for whatever reason clicks more with me than not not more than Mario, but this like number two in particular clicks more with me than any of the Mario games ever did. So what so. was the Donkey Kong game for Game Boy? I had one as a it was a yellow cartridge. And I used to play it all the time, but I don't remember the, the name. Like I'm, the actual... I'm pretty sure I'm going to look it up right now, but I'm pretty okay. sure it was just the first one. But for, but for Game Boy, yeah, yeah, it was uh, uh, Yellow Cartridge too, which was fun. yeah, uh, yeah. It just looks like yeah, Donkey Kong Country. So it was just the first one. Yeah, look at that. Ninety-five percent like this video game. There you go. <laughs> so it's, there it is. Donkey Kong Boom. Country and Donkey Kong Land. There Donkey it is. Kong Land. There it is. There it yeah, is. Archers, Donkey yeah. Kong Land. Yeah, that was yeah. probably what it was. So they called it Land for Game Boy. Okay. For Super Nintendo. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So that's, it. that's that can one. We, and can then, we find the difference between Land and Country? Is that a, a real thing? I think it's. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, 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 I see the the screenshot. <laughs> it really just looks like it's just because it's on Game Boy. <laughs> that's that's it. Um, and then Mike, we we can't move past November twenty first without mentioning Orcarina of Time in 1998. Was that for Super Nintendo? Oh man, that's the N64. No, so. that's the N64. Oh, one. So that was the yeah. one where you could roll and has the the horse. It's... Yep, <laughs> that's the right one. Yeah. Is that my talk yeah. about the right one? That's Mike, the one with if the horse. That was cool. If you were to explain Orcarina of Time, anyone would you say <laughs> roll and horse as the main descriptions? Yes. What was the What was the first? Why one? would it be? You could roll in the game, and you had a horse. Roll. <laughs> that was amazing, and and Legends of Zelda. You can when roll. You, you just like. Huh, I know what you're talking about. Huh, yeah, you could huh, you could dodge. Huh, yeah, and you like you, you would dodge. roll everywhere. Yeah. Is that the dodge? Okay, dodge roll. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, yeah. um, it's funny. That's so Dave, your favorite game of all time, and my favorite game of all time came out. Oh yeah, that's right. Same, same day. Time. Wow. Two, same one day, day later. Yeah. What one the day heck? Later, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I think I talked about Orcarina of Time on my episode. So we did Rich's yes, orientation. I did that sure. my orientation. 
um yeah i love zelda games and ocarina of time was the first one that i played and i still think it's the best game ever made that's just my opinion but that's 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 big for his time i would imagine because uh oh for sure we talked about this we talked about this yeah yeah but we talked about this a couple weeks ago with with perspective yeah me mike and ian it's just like there's something about like when these games this and like mario 64 yeah there's they came out they were the first of its kind yeah so there's there's always a game in its century that's going to be you know what i mean like that's going to be that game generation yeah Yeah, i guess that's that one for you which is cool yeah yeah. yeah, and everyone's favorite game of all time are the best game of all time. It's usually one they played when they were sure. younger. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah, you know, it just means more to you because you have more time probably, and you play it a million you times. More time. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah sure. you just play it over and over. You memorize. It. Like I can't imagine. Like I must have beat that game. Like I can't even imagine. It's a long game, like 10, 15 times. Right? Like yeah. think about that. Would I ever now, as like a thirty-year-old man, beat a game ten times? Like I can barely beat one game you know what i mean so would you, would you ever beat anything twice like <laughs> no like not even twice exactly so correct me if i'm wrong was this the one where you could also do the little uh the flute dealio and then that also, was the that's, that's what they were and, and the fishing and the fishing yeah i would spend that's hours fishing oh uh, there you go see i know my stuff yeah. so rich yeah. was clearly not an n64 guy i had a 64 it i had all like the colors of the, the controllers <laughs> i played 007 a lot um perfect perfect dark and all those those fun ones but uh zelda was that was fun Uh, yeah a little bit of zelda yeah i remember Um, beating it so this is how much i love that game i remember beating it and then my neighbor having the guidebook and realizing like that i was missing a bunch of stuff like heart containers and there's other things to do so i took the guidebook and i would beat it with the guidebook and get all the heart containers and then i'd beat it with the guidebook again then I would give the guidebook back to my friend, and then I would try to beat it on memory and get all of the hearts. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and like on memory. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like just try like just re- by memory remember where all the heart uh, pieces were. That's, you know, and there's like fifty of them. That's crazy. Yeah, and wow. they're all different puzzles. Like, yeah, it, it was. Mike, that's not even dedication. That's just crazy. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> Mike, fun, can you buy that that guidebook again? Can you buy it somewhere? You probably get on the internet these days, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't own it, but no, I'm no, I'm just saying, like, it's funny. I would how love to things... find like a copy of it. You it's know? Like, funny how we have those cool. guidebooks back then, but because we have the internet now, that is our guidebook, right? Like, it's, I know you don't need it's them. It's a weird, weird yeah. time. Yeah, I don't know if it, everything you... was on like paper, and like you'd buy those game magazines and stuff, right? That had all the cheat codes in them. Yeah. And... Like you said, get before Game Gear. Game Genie. So, game or Game yeah. Genie. Game, game Genie. Genie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> used to rock that. That was fun. Um, Mina, lots lots of video game talk, just so we're not silencing you too, too much. You guys have been No, no, it's fine. No, every <laughs> once, no, but every once in a while, you guys um, have been playing some stuff on Switch. What, what have you guys played in the last, like, few months or something that you guys have been playing that you guys liked? I, Mike said you guys were playing a couple things. Yeah, we've been playing Stardew. Stardew Valley. Ah, okay. Um, I, I don't even know what type of game would it be, Mike. A, it's not a it's, platform um, game. No, it's a farming simulator slash old school adventure game. Hmm. Um, it, with um, like sixteen uh, bit graphics. Yeah, it looks old school too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, actually it's really, really well cool. done. There's there's lots to do in the game. Like, if you really 
I don't know if it's possible to like, I guess you could always fully beat something, but you'd really have to invest some time to like, there's, um, you can like focus your time on your farm. You can, there's like mining, there's foraging. And then there's like a whole another aspect of the game where you can like develop relationships with the people in the town. Right. So it's, um, so far, like, I've just been so focused on my farm that <laughs> I'm in, like, year two and I have no relationships with any of the... Cause I, You're a lonely farmer. I don't yeah, know I don't... Gotta, I haven't had time to go and get out there. Craft. You gotta have start uh, giving flowers to the lady down the road and <laughs> get that relationship going. Yeah, so, it's like... So why, whole... is the, uh, why is the farming so, um, like, intriguing? Like, why, why is that... Like, so, Dave, it's legit... A farm simulator like as deep as any farm simulator you could possibly imagine like there's seasons you have to plant like it's legit a farm simulator like deeper than farmville basically but at the same time you're like i hope this it's person <laughs> yeah no like you have, to, you have to water them you have to like milk your cows and then you have to sell them all and you know sounds like a real job and... are you getting paid oh for this, yeah or... you can grow crops you can make wool you can hatch eggs and make chickens like you can do everything based on a farm um wow. cut trees for wood to build your structures like it's insane and but then you're also this guy in this town there's always like this like cast of characters in the town you can interact with them and there's kind of like creepy mysterious things going on like there's a wizard and there's like this uh, mind where there's like things you have to fight and you can oh, go okay. like it's crazy yeah it's, oh, it's really okay. cool so, it's, so, so it lot. meshes the two kind of games that you would never think would be meshed together right this yeah, like adventure game on. and it's a hardcore farming simulator interesting so you like you take care of your farm to kind of like build money so that you can go off and do like like certain you go down into the mines and the monsters get like harder to defeat so then you have to like use your money to like get a better sword so that you can defend yourself and um again like what mike was saying like or actually it was rich um you like to develop relationships with the people you give them stuff so you'll like realize like okay this town's person really likes pumpkins so in the fall you plant a lot of pumpkins and then you go and find them to give them pumpkins to build up your relationship um so it's it's a very like convoluted game but it looks so simple like when you look at it you're just like yeah oh that's just a simple game but then there's there's so much you can do do you Um, think they could have done something uh in terms of graphic wise and like made it a little bit more visually appealing to make it better you think the game is just great the way no, it, it is. fits because it, it looks great it looks like the cartoony like like whatever whatever bit it is it looks great but then yeah it, it gives it that feel of like uh, what's the type of game like quest for glory king's quest kind of like well, kind of reminds me of pokemon it. in a way like it's uh like a very yeah. I, don't know. I don't know no not really pokemon you're not really like it's not an rpg um it's it's hard to explain i think it's just best described as like i don't know what I said, like a farming simulator meets an adventure right. game, like a okay. like a well, yeah, it's, it's kind game. of whatever you want it to be. Like if you want, um, if you want it to be more of a farming simulator, like when you start the game, you get to pick what your specialty is. So, like I think Mike's Mike was a you picked farming, right, Mike? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I picked foraging. So, like my character likes to go around the land and like forage for like there's fruit and 
um i don't know mushrooms and mushrooms stuff. and yeah. gems so like my character actually likes to go and like explore the land and like forage for things um but i think there's one that's almost more of like an adventure style so if you want if you don't want to do like a hardcore farming simulator game and you want to do more of the adventure mode of the game then you'd pick that one and then that would probably open up other things for um for you to do but yeah it's kind yeah. of it's so kind of it's really interesting deceiving deceivingly deep yeah yeah oh definitely it's, yeah it's even it's even on the phone too and tablets like you don't even have to play it on switch and stuff it's crazy. Yeah, i don't know how that would work like it would be it would be difficult to but i don't know i guess possible yeah i'm the, sure on the, your phone it'd be pretty tough yeah, yeah the tough. buttons are very helpful like especially like to toggle between like your items and especially like when you're down in the mines because it's like there's monsters so you have to protect yourself um, so it's like you have to toggle what between like your uh, weapon and your pickaxe. What right. else are you playing on Switch? I mean, like uh, Mario Kart, right? That's the other big one. Oh yeah, we've been playing Mario Kart. Dave, oh yeah, you lent that to us. Yeah, it's it's uh, eight, right? Yeah, eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tetris ninety nine. Oh yeah, oh, my God. Tetris ninety nine is the best. <laughs> that so is a crazy bad. game it's like high stakes tetris like it's <laughs> the fact that like... they like improved upon tetris after how many years of it being you know like the perfect game and they found a yeah. new angle amazes me yeah the fact yeah just just finding something new in in something like tetris is, is yeah is awesome yeah, yeah I find it, it so like because Tetris used to be like calming for me like you just sit there and you could spend like an hour just putting like the shapes together and clearing rows and then you play Tetris 99 and my palms are sweating I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's intense it's like yeah battle rich royale. Tetris 99 is a battle royale Tetris game yeah rich you gotta you gotta play it as crazy as that uh, sounds that now? <laughs> Rich is distracted. <laughs> what are you talking about? Sorry. Uh, Sorry, who said what? When? What? How happened? Glenn? Rabbit hole, rabbit hole. I'm going to get out of there. <laughs> he zoned out when we went thanks, on about Stardew Valley. Bit long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's our sign then. That's our sign. Um, Mike, Mina, Rich. Yep. Thank you. This was fun. Oh, you're welcome. This is awesome. Thanks for uh, having yeah, us. Thanks. Mike Amina, especially wife power and, and Mike power. Um, back to Jedi business, at least for now. Yeah. Uh, tell, I don't know her... if you guys got some snorts in there, but that they weren't. They weren't me. <laughs> they oh, weren't okay. you. I, says you. We're not in the same room as you, so yeah. What, whatever you say, sure. <laughs> um, tell her we say hi, uh, yes. and uh, thank you everybody for listening. We'll uh, we'll be back to a regular scheduled programming uh, as soon as possible, and definitely a lot of Star Wars talk is coming up too. So uh, just stay tuned for that as well. Thanks for listening.